0: Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. You reached my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is August Fourteenth, Twenty Twenty One. Guess what? It is super late, or maybe super early, depending on how you want to view it. It is five thirty-one a.m. in the morning. Yeah, you know what? I was taking a nap, where I was sleeping. And then I just got up. <laughs> yeah, I was doing some work. Decided, you know, it's time to go to bed. Took a few Z's and then I got up. So here I am. I'm wide awake. I am wide awake here talking to you folks right now. Because, uh, um, you know, there's things that, that was on my mind. It was racing. You, you ever had... I guess one of those nights where your mind was just racing so quick, you just woke yourself up. And, uh, you know, I think I have to make a podcast to kind of drain my brain of all these thoughts so I can kind of go back to sleep. And uh, what's happening, what's really on my mind right now is just COVID right now. Um it really is on my mind. And, you know, where these, uh, vaccines that many of us took, like my stuff I took, uh, are, you know, I have my, I am questioning myself, uh, whether or not these vaccines are good enough to protect me or are they maybe causing harm to my body or anything like that? I mean, it's, so I want to tell you about some things that happened just recently. Uh, not to me, uh, but to some very, very close friends of mine. So a very, very close friend of mine, um, uh, they're fully vaccinated, and they went to uh, a small get-together, a small party, and uh, her friends that were there, well, someone who was there, who was unvaccinated, showed up and they ha- were infected with COVID. Now, that one person, you know, ended up spreading COVID to a lot of other people because, he was just very selfish, he just wanted to go out there and just have fun, but he he was very symptomatic and he was coughing, he was sneezing. So when he came out there to have dinner with my friends, well, he ended up giving COVID to her son um, and then her son ended up giving it to her nephew. And, uh, my friend is fully vaccinated uh, with the Pfizer vaccine. And, uh, luckily she didn't come down with it, but uh, her other friend who was there, um, that person ended up getting COVID and that person is fully vaccinated. And, uh, what type of symptoms is he coming down with? Well, uh, he has a uh, very strong flu symptoms, but, um, there's no respiratory problems. He has a fever. He has a headache and, uh, I'm not sure if he has any coughing going on, but he just, his, um, his bones ache a little and his stomach aches a little, and that's about it. So it's nothing very, very serious. Hopefully, we're hoping it's not very serious and he's getting better. So it's been about a couple of days. Um, And um, so far, my friend, my very close friend, um, you know, she is still, she got, she took a PCR test and she's negative, but her son uh, came down with COVID and it's more than likely it's the Delta variant. And, um, and, uh, he just came down with a fever and that's about it. But her nephew is vomiting and getting hit pretty hard. He has a, he has vomiting, uh, he has diarrhea and he also has, um, uh, no shortness of breath, but also a fever. So, you know, it hit these two young kids differently. And, uh, you know, who knows why one kid didn't get hit harder than harder than the other, but none of them have to be hospitalized, and so far, none of her friends have to be hospitalized. And then, as, as I was talking to my other my, my friend, um, she also um, said that she knows another guy who ended up get, he ended up getting infected twice. So you know, he got infected once, and now he got in, he just recently got infected another time. Now, this brings me to you know, I guess to reassess my entire, uh, I guess theology. Or is it theology, or uh, I guess um, uh, philosophy uh, surrounding COVID? Now, I was under the impression that you know getting re- a reinfection was very, very you know uncommon, but it looks like as though it's a bit more common, especially with this new variant out there, this Delta variant that's out there. And on top of that, this Delta variant looks as though it's evading um, a lot of these uh, vaccines that we took, but. At the same time um, it is uh the people who do, who did get vaccinated uh, you know it didn't it didn't really affect them in a very very bad way, so that's really good news so as long as you know these people here you know they're not getting sent to the hospital that's really good news but then again, we have to put this huge butt in there again you know you you head over to Israel. And um you see their infections are going up and uh half of the people who are hospitalized there, it's not many, it's only about maybe two hundred. I think there's four hundred that are hospitalized, uh two uh in serious condition. Two hundred of those people in serious condition um are vaccinated. Now we don't know um what How old are these people who are, um, I guess, who who are vaccinated? Uh, Because a lot of times, see, the way vaccines work from what I have studied is that in order to generate, you know, really good antibodies, your immune system has to be good, right? Um, If your immune system is not good, not strong, well, it doesn't matter if you get the jab, you know, if your body doesn't create an immune response and very good antibodies, well, you know, the vaccine was for nothing and that's a really bad thing. So there's really no way we can check you know you know how good the antibodies are inside your body. Now the mRNA vaccines are pretty interesting because they're supposed to generate you know um uh, a good antibody despite your age. And uh this was working for uh I guess all of the other variants except for this delta variant. And for some reason, this delta variant, uh I you know, I didn't look at the way it, it's uh, structured, uh, but it looks as though it binds to your ACE2 receptors a lot more effectively. So the question is that um are these you know designer antibodies which we got, uh which are body manufactured from the mRNA vaccine, uh were these um were these anti- are these antibodies strong enough to actually deter it? And the answer is it actually isn't. Uh, it it may help neutralize some of of the virus out there, but not all of it. So some of you may get a cough, a headache, or something like that. You know, myself, you know, I think the other day, or this you know, for you know, throughout the month and all that, you know, I've been getting, you know, a cough here, a sneeze here, maybe even a slight headache here and there. But you know, I'm not sure if it's from COVID or from me not changing my contacts enough or, you know, cause if you don't change your contacts enough, you can get a headache from that or me just having bad, really bad allergies. Right. So that COVID, I mean, again, you know, COVID, it, it's kind of like the common code. In fact, the common code is a coronavirus. And, and I'll be very clear with you too, is that the PCR test cannot differentiate between a regular common code, the flu, in fact, and also the, the, and also COVID-19. If you have a, a a case of the flu, um, the PCR tests will actually, you know, give you maybe a false positive. The PCR tests are not that accurate. And this is why in the very, very beginning, they were using, you know, they, were, they would have people take multiple PCR tests um, before they could actually uh, get out of, uh, I guess to, to get out of quarantine. But um, I'm not sure where the standard is now. So, so the, the question is that, How do we live our life right now? And uh, what are you doing? Um, Well, I got to cut the commercial real quick because I got to pay the bills. But when I get back, I'm going to tell you my plan of action and uh, what myself and my family are, uh, I guess, have planned to do to to make sure we stay safe because that's the ultimate goal, right? So I'm going to cut the commercial right now. And when I get back... Uh, I'll have a serious and maybe a short conversation about my plan, and maybe you can apply this plan to yours. I guess your plan, right? So I'll be right back. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out.com. Okay, you know, I got this positive music playing. Uh, I started off with positive music, and I'm still ending with this positive music because even though we're still in a pandemic, COVID is coming back in a way. We still have to keep positive because keeping positive is all about keeping healthy. Make sure you stay positive throughout this whole pandemic, which is technically it's an endemic, right? It's not really that bad as people say it is. It's really bad if you... I guess, encase yourself with fear. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who are just taking COVID to the very, very extreme because they're very, very scared. And it is a scary thing if you focus on just the negative things out there. But again, even with the Delta variant, without being vaccinated, if you are healthy, if you are young, this won't kill you. This really, really won't kill you. And when they try to crunch the numbers and they say, well, the Delta variant is 25 times more contagious, 25 times more deadly. Well, we're talking about, you know, the original coronavirus, the one that originally escaped the Wuhan lab. Uh, You know, if you're in your 30s or 40s or 20s or something, you had a 99.99875% chance of actually, you know, living if you got it, right? So that's pretty darn good. Now, this... This uh, virus out there, you have a 99.975 chance. So that, that, you know, again, you have a higher chance of dying with this Delta variant out there, but it's, you still have a 99% chance of living. Okay. So that's you, if I would take you to, um, if I would take you to Vegas right now, you would probably say, wow, 99% chance of winning. Shoots. Let's, uh, re- refinance my house and let's put it all on black. Right, you know, or you know, because that's really, really good odds. And again, the odds are that you're probably gonna live if you get it. Now, will you go through hell when you get it? Maybe, who knows, you know, but again, it may not kill you. Most likely it won't kill you. So, what are you doing? You have to fall into that 99% bracket, right? Because, um, there are many things you can do. Now, number one for me is to stay in shape. Uh, this this virus, you know, again, it hits the people who are obese um, harder than anyone else. And if so, if you are obese, if you are, uh, if you are not just overweight, we're talking morbidly obese, right? Like obesity actually affects your breathing, your, you know, your ability. If you're like, if you can't walk upstairs without losing your breath, you know, you are in pretty big danger. If you're, you have if you have sleep apnea and if you snore really loudly and you stop breathing when you sleep and all that, you know, this virus will hit you very, very, very hard. Um, you know, I know one person who died from it and um, he wasn't morbidly obese, but he was actually overweight and uh, maybe inching toward the morbidly obese, uh, I guess, um, way, but he wasn't, you know, <laughs> he wasn't big enough where he'll be on the 600-pound TLC, you know, I'm 600 pounds, what do I do about it show, right? He's not going to see Dr. No to get his stomach stapled. Um, but he was on his way there. And uh, that was causing him to have some problems. And he couldn't, re- he couldn't really walk around the block without losing his breath. And that's a problem, right? If you can't walk around the block without losing your breath, you know, you go for a long walk without, like, you know, um, hyperventilating, uh, you're in some danger right there. Uh, but if you're over, like if you're overweight, like for myself, I'm overweight, but you, you know, I'm, I hate to say this, you know, brag about myself. I'm overweight, but I have a lot of muscle to myself. Like my, my body fat percentage is around 15 or 16%. You know, I weigh 230 pounds, but I'm still 15% body fat. So that's pretty high. So when I cut down, you know, I don't have to, when if I'm at 200, Eight pounds, two hundred five pounds. I have a six pack, right? But right now at two hundred thirty, I don't. So I'm fifteen pounds away from a six pack. And even right now, sometimes it pops up because you know when you when you have a six pack from before, it kind of like your your fat kind of like molds into a six pack. Let's be let's just be very clear about that, right? So you get a fat six pack, right? (laughs) But um, you know, there's other people who are you know two hundred thirty pounds. Uh, and they're kind of on the heavier side. So myself and uh, Pitmaster Keith, there's only a difference of maybe eight pounds between us, but he looks way, way bigger than me because he has a lot more fat on him. And um, and uh, so if you're bigger... I would say hey, make sure get yourself on a healthy diet, you know, trim down that fat, trim down that weight, you know, start exercising a lot, and that's what I'm you know telling telling you to do, right? That's what I'm doing myself cuz I I, I want to get my weight down. I want to try to get down to 205. So I'm hitting I'm cutting my calories, I'm doing intermittent fasting, cutting my carbs, doing all those different types of things. So that's number 1 to fight this covid thing. Uh number 2, I am Fully vaccinated, so that does help me if I ever get in infected with Delta variant. It won't hit me as hard, right? So that's another thing. Number three, which I think is really really important, which I think is um, maybe one of it's more important than getting in shape. Why don't I say that? One of the biggest comorbidities that nobody talks about is having a, a bad doctor. <laughs> I think that's number one because. Covid is treatable. Covid nineteen is treatable. Uh, There are doctors out there who work on the front line, and they are treating covid very, very effectively. Unfortunately, the ones in the many of the ones who work in the major hospitals are not treating covid effectively. What they'll do is they'll put you on remdesivir and some type of steroid. Well, the steroid does help the inflammation. Remdesivir is being proven to not be as effective, unfortunately, as we thought it would be. So even I thought Remdesivir was very uh, was very good, but unfortunately they're not using what is proven to be effective when you when you um, get uh, when you come down with COVID. So that's number one hydroxychloroquine, zinc, and azithromycin. It works really really well when you stack them all together, right? So during the beginning part of COVID, this is the treatment for that a lot of celebrities were, um, were uh, I guess were on uh, Daniel Day Kim. Uh, who is an Asian actor, uh, he lives here in Hawaii. Um, I guess he moved here and then he got infected with COVID. I think he was shooting up in New York City and he came down here and he got infected in New York City. His doctor put him on that regimen right there and within about a week and a half, he was fine. But that, the doctors prescribed it to him right away. And I believe even Colton, one of the, I think one of the, the bachelors, I think the bachelor who turned gay came down with it. And as soon as they put him on, on hydroxychloroquine, zinc and azithromycin, he got better. So, um, he didn't die. Now, both of these, both of these guys are in very, very good shape. The chances are was that maybe they would have, they didn't need, um, hydroxychloroquine to, to, uh, I guess to, um, to make them better, but they are, but you know what? It's better to be safe than sorry. So the, here's the thing. The odds are your doctor will not prescribe it to you. Not at all. So what do you do? Well, what I do is that what we did is that we went over to this, um, this website, uh, which is, I think we Googled frontline frontline medical doctors and we went to that website and uh, we ordered ourselves up some hydroxychloroquine and they'll do a, um, a, a tele, what do you call it? Um, a telehealth thing with you and they'll prescribe it and then ship, uh, hydroxychloroquine to you. So we're going to be getting hydroxychloroquine, me and my family. And we're going to have that on the side. And we may even have ivermectin on the side. So, because we know for a fact that our own doctors over at Kaiser, um, they won't prescribe it to us, you know? And in fact, if we get a prescription from the mainland, I, I don't think our pharmacy will prescribe it to us. So these doctors are shipping it to us, all right? So we're going to have hydroxychloroquine, maybe ivermectin on the side at my house. Um, secondly, um, well, that'll, be, that'll be number four, actually but I'm losing count. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's really early in the morning, right? But on top of this, on top of um, having ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine on the side, just in case we come down with COVID, uh, every single day, I'm putting myself back on quercetin and zinc. And I tell you what, this stuff really, really, really works, people. It really, really, really works. Um, just recently, I think I told you in the Beginning part of my podcast, uh, during the appetizer side, this is the this is the entree side, right? But during the appetizer side of barbecue to movies, I was telling you, you know, uh, I, w- I had a headache, I had a runny nose. In fact, I had a little a little um, a little cough here and there, like where I had to kind of spit things in here. Now, myself, I have asthma, which is considered you know a comorbidity as well when it comes to COVID. Um, so I was thinking, do I have COVID? I, I really did. You, know, I mean, I may have had COVID, right? But then what I did is I popped a few of these quercetins in. Now, I'm not taking it as regularly as possible because I got a little lazy because of, you know, I thought I was fully protected with this um, vaccine. I'm just partially protected. Well, what happened was that, you know, within about a couple of days, that cough is gone. Now, my dad also had a little cough there and his cough is gone. So this quercetin zinc combo, dude, it really, really works. And why does it work? Well, the thing about it is that quercetin is what they call an ionophore. Um, Hydroxychloroquine is an ionophore. It's a very strong ionophore. So what is an ionophore? Um, What it does is that imagine COVID being, I guess it's a cell, it's a virus, right? And what hydroxychloroquine does or any ionophore does is that it kind of cracks it open like a coconut. So it cracks it open and then it allows the zinc to penetrate uh, to penetrate inside of the virus. So if you're just using zinc and you're saying, oh, I'm taking a daily vitamin of zinc, well, it's not doing anything. It's just going straight through your body. It's going to see the, the COVID, but it's not going to go inside. You need something to crack it open. And that's what hydroxychloroquine does. So Hydroxychloroquine cracks it open very, very, makes a really big crack in it. So that's a really big gun, right? Uh, quercetin is not as effective as hydroxychloroquine, but it does make a little crack in it where a little zinc can get into it. So if you're taking a little bit quarcetin zinc every single day, and say for example, you 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 cup upon some COVID that goes into your nose and you have quercetin zinc all within your body, now it can attack it before you know things get really, really bad. And then all you have to do is say, wow, okay, I start feeling a little a little more sick, then just pop another pill. You know, right now I'm just taking 200 milligrams of quercetin and zinc. It's very small. It's not enough. It's not enough to fight COVID off, but it's enough to fight COVID off to stop it from getting very serious if it goes into my body. And on top of that, I have my, you know, my, my antibodies generated from the mRNA vaccine. So, so that's my plan right there. Quercetin zinc. I took the vaccine, get in shape have hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin on the side, and, uh, you know, I'm ready to go. So I'm not living in fear. I got my treatment. I got my vaccine. Uh, do I think I need another booster? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that would be kind of dangerous, to be quite honest. And I think uh, we still don't know the long-term effects of this, you know, experimental technology. We have to be very clear with ourselves. This is very, very much experimental. Right. So we don't know if, you know, do I want more mRNA vaccines inside of me? I don't think so. I really don't. And from what I've read from the re- the, the studies that I've read is that you do, even though your antibodies do wane after about six months to maybe about, you know, uh, six months to maybe a year, Um And you may have to have another vaccine in there. They do say in there that this mRNA vaccine does teach your T cell, your responsive adaptive, uh, um, your your responsive immune system, how to fight off COVID. So that's a very good thing, right? So uh, in the beginning, when I first got it, I thought it wouldn't, I guess, wouldn't um, teach my, my T cells how to fight off COVID. But apparently it does. Now, there's conflicting information out there regarding T-cells and mRNA vaccines from the studies that I have seen. It says that it does. A lot of reporters out there are saying that it doesn't. Uh, but the truth is, well, from the studies that I see, why don't we say the truth? From the studies that I see, it looks as though it does. So that's really good news. Now, the question is, is that why, why are there so many breakthrough cases out there, right? And, uh, well, the truth is, is that, You know, this Delta variant is just different. That's number one, okay? So a lot of times, you know, if your antibody um, it sees the COVID spike and it can't lock on really good to that COVID spike because that COVID spike has just mutated just a little. So it's loose on top of there, right? It's not very strong. And again, if you don't have quercetin zinc inside your body or nothing inside there, well, it can't fight off. It won't destroy. You know, the antibody only neutralizes the COVID virus. It doesn't destroy it. Okay, that's very important right here. You have to have something to destroy the COVID. Antibodies don't destroy COVID. It just neutralizes the virus. And that's why I think you have to have zinc and quercetin all the time. You know, so if you don't have zinc and quercetin, go ahead and buy it. and just take one pill a day. And uh, you'll find out that you, you'll hardly get sick. Do you know that during COVID... Now see, Pitmaster Keith. We'll go back right over to Pitmaster Keith. Uh, Pitmaster Keith is a manager over at the, my local supermarket, right? And uh, he deals with money all the time, and he deals with customers all the time. He's right there in the customer service booth, uh, you know, listening to people complain. Now, on a during the regular year pre COVID, he would get sick three or four times a year. Then, and then when we he go cruise out cruise with me. You know, I say, hey, Keith, let's go out and all that. And we watch movies and everything like that. And he's he's my best buddy, you know, best friend and all that, right? And, uh, but then he get me sick (laughs) because, yeah, so, and what what do we get, what what would he get sick from? All of his customers are always like, you know, interacting with him. So once COVID came around, um, he was pretty sure he was going to get COVID because, you know, he would get the common cold, the flu. He would get the flu almost every single year even though he got the flu shot, right? But it wouldn't be a very bad version of the flu, but he would get the flu. And then, then he would give the flu to me because we go out there and eat like Korean food. It's yakiniku. And, you know, you, when you do yakiniku, you're just kind of like, you know, using your chopstick and everyone's just eating off the same, even eating off the same grill. Um, but anyway, he, um, COVID comes around and I, I tell him about quercetin and zinc. He agrees and puts himself one pill a day. He hasn't gotten sick since. So he should have gotten the common code. He should have gotten the flu, right? He should, he should have gotten COVID because the supermarkets were just filled, filled to the brim, right? But, um, and he was out there frontline. I mean, he was frontline out there, the lines going out the door. Everyone wants to buy, you know, remember everyone just was like, they wanted to buy toilet paper and flour, flour. I don't, I'm not sure why they're buying flour, but, um, he was out there frontline and he didn't get any COVID. So every single day, he still takes quercetin zinc on top of being vaccinated. So he, he's he been doing that, and uh, he hasn't gotten sick whatsoever. And there's no doubt about it that Delta virus is everywhere around him in that supermarket, right? <laughs> you know, because he's interacting with so many people per day. And uh, I'm out there doing weddings. I'm out there at the beach, all that. And then there's, there's Delta virus everywhere. I mean, this thing is really, 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 really contagious right there. We should have got COVID. We should have all both got COVID, right? So that's what I'm on. That's really what I'm on. Now, before I go, I want to start talking about masks really quick. And I want to talk about Sweden at the same time. So Sweden, they're not going through a third wave. And they're not really vaccinated at the same time. Isn't that pretty interesting? You know, vaccination levels are pretty low. They're not even close to what they are in Israel. I think in Israel, yeah, 59 point something percent of the population is, is vaccinated. And that's pretty high. Here in Hawaii, we're gonna, we're about at that right now. Okay. And um, but over there in Sweden, I think they're around 20 percent. <laughs> okay. And they don't have this third wave. They had no lockdowns. Um, they, they don't have a mask mandate. People are going out, not wearing any mask and they still have their freedom. The epidemiologist said there, said that they believe they have to train people to live with COVID. This virus isn't going away. And that's what I'm saying too, is that I don't think this virus is going away anytime soon. So we have to just learn how to live with it. It's unfortunate we're living in this this very strange world. It feels like you know, when COVID first came out, it felt like we we're living in a zombie apocalypse because everything was just shut down and you couldn't see the zombies. Now it feels like we're living in some type of, you know, end of the world scenario um, with people just freaking out themselves. Um, but again, you know, we shouldn't freak out because this virus is not as deadly as it seems and it's very treatable and the vaccines do seem to provide some form of protection all right it's not perfect but it does seem to provide some form of pr- protection so if you combine it with i think if you got if you stack it with quercetin and zinc i think you'll be okay now i'm not a doctor but i'm just saying from the from the data that i'm looking at from what i'm from what i'm hearing through all the studies out there the mRNA vaccines or any vaccines, all they do is neutralize the virus. It doesn't kill it. So if you have a lot of this virus in your body and it's neutralizing a lot of it, on top of that, these antibodies, they're, they're kind of shaky, right? On this COVID virus, they don't bond directly to the Delta variant very well. So, so um, if, it shakes, if, if, if it can shake it off or something like that, right? If, if your antibody comes off and the Delta variant is still in your body, if it's not killing it, and your body didn't metabolize this virus yet which it, it takes about 10, 10 to 14 days for it to metabolize it you know you, then you got a problem why don't you take quercetin and zinc and put, take that every day and it will kill it so you have something that neutralizes it and something that kills it and it's kind of like almost how I ride my bicycle um you know when i first got into road biking <laughs> when I first got into road biking, it was one of the most frustrating sports I ever got into because um, uh, I would always get a flat tire. Always get a flat tire. <laughs> and I would find myself on the side of the road patching my tires and all that. And you probably see road bikers do this all the time. I said, there's got to be a better way to, to do this, right? So what I did is I got one of these, I found these, this tire that was made of what they call graphene. And th- these tires were... Pretty much they advertised it as being, being bulletproof, you know, and um, it was really cool. So, but it wasn't 100% bulletproof. So I, would, I, put, I put these new tires on my bicycle and I would have less punctures, but I would still have flats because every once in a while, a thorn would get in, right? Every once in a while, a piece of glass would get in, right? It wasn't 100%. And it's kind of like the vaccine. Every once in a while, something gets in so what i did was that i put my my tire my inner tube in there i also put slime in there so so for the, for those of you who bike who bike you know what slime is but for those of you who don't a slime tire is an inner tube that is filled with this like um liquid material that rushes to a hole and plugs it whenever something you know uh uh, uh i guess an object get, or like a needle gets into there so They don't work really that well for uh, road bike tires. They work better for mountain bike tires that are thicker, but they're still a little bit effective on road bike tires. So now when I go biking, I have a double layer of protection. I have that hard casing, right? Which is like the mRNA vaccine. And then I have the inner tube with the slime tire, which is like the quercetin and zinc. And I rarely get flats. I think I only get a flat every once once a year. So and when I do start getting flats, I I know that well now it's time to change the change something there right so change the inner tube or change something change the change a tire, so it could be the same thing with you know the COVID stuff you know I have to get another shot or something like that later on two years down the road you know or may have to you know change the corset and zinc to maybe something else right but as of right now i think it's to ha- it's good to have two layers of protection we just don't have to depend on the vaccine right we don't just have to depend on the cortisone and zinc on top of that we have i have the ivermectin and hydro- hydroxychloroquine on the side on top of that i'm also losing weight getting into shape on top of that oh one more thing i'm making sure my vitamin A levels, vitamin c and d are are uh vitamin C D and E are good topped off, and also vitamin a now vitamin A is very 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 important all right I forgot to talk about that for i'm going to talk about vitamin a vitamin A from my research is that um vitamin A regulates your your immune system, so they're finding out that those who are being affected uh i guess being affected more by COVID, have low vitamin A levels. And what is vitamin A? Well, it's a hormone that is produced by your thyroid. Now, as we get older, our thyroid doesn't produce as much vitamin A. And that's why as we get older, our immune system tends to overreact. And that's what's really killing us. You know, when it comes to like inflammation or anything, you know, virus goes into your body, your immune system just goes you know, haywire. So if your vitamin A levels are good, your immune system won't overreact when COVID gets into your body. So take vitamin A, all right? Take a multivitamin with vitamin A. Vitamin A. You don't need to take vitamin A every single day. It's very easy to overdose on vitamin A. Maybe you just take it once a week. Maybe you just take it once every couple of days, right? You have to kind of really figure out what your doses, well, how much dosage you actually need. But When you get older, you produce less vitamin A. So that's why kids who are younger, right, their thyroid is nice and really well-functioning. They don't have to take vitamin A, A, and that's why their immune system can kind of fight this off really, really easily, right? But for us people who are like, I'm 44 years old, going on 45 next year, you know, my thyroid isn't, you know, as good as it was before. And then my parents, right, who's in their, my dad's in his 70s, just going to turn 72. His thyroid isn't in the best you know, shape, prob- probably most likely, right? So just make sure you take some vitamin A, A, and then your your usual C, D, and E. So a multivitamin, a really good multivitamin. Why don't, why don't we just say that? All right, people. That's it. I think I have everything I said, you know, I wanted to say out of my brain. So I did my brain drain thing. And uh, again, oh, last thing. Just remember. Stay positive. Stay positive. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ t-o movies yeah the t-o is not the number two by the way it is t-o like terrell owens so that's bbq two movies catch you around